You're listening to another great show from the Nod Network. Find more great content at nerdod.com. It's Wednesday. It's late night. That means it's time for the Nerd OD podcast with your host, Reg. Hello. And Dan. All right. Now on with the show. Hi, 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 everyone. Hey, so um, I don't know why I'm going with this, Reg. Jump in whenever you're ready. No, I'm just going to watch this burn. Okay, it's burnt. Smashed into the ground. Hi, everyone. How do all everybody? Right. How are you, Mister Dan? Oh, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all. I'm. I'm all like kind of recovered from the the ridiculously busy and tiring day we had on Sunday, Reg. It was good. Traveling back it? in time, all the way to the nineties. Yeah, nineteen ninety something. Just to not be too specific. Mm. Um, so, has everyone been to YouTube this week? And, uh, and been onto our YouTube channel specifically. YouTube. If not, pause right now. Yep. Go on our YouTube page. Forward slash nerd OD. Uh, because um, we've got, uh, basically, I think we mentioned it several times in the last few weeks, we went to Play Expo in Manchester. That which we did. Is, uh, uh, as, we, as we repeat several times in the video, is the UK's leading retro gaming expo. Um, and it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. It's a giant warehouse filled with arcade cabinets, pinball machines, and every blooming old console you can name. Yeah. Everything. Virtual Boys, Mega Drives, Mega CDs, Mega Drive 2s. Mm. All the Megas. Mm. All of them. And All just like some, some of the old school, like proper old PCs and like the Amstrads and the Commodore. Like there was so much stuff there. Mm. It was ridiculous. Tari. Absolutely ridiculous. Good old Yes, but basically, we, we like. I don't know whether anyone's getting bored of our videos. It's just like, hey, we're here with us with our yellow mics. We're doing this today. Oh, and then we look around. Oh, look at that. Isn't that wonderful? And then we have another little link. Hey, how's it going? And then an outro. It's a bit, you know, it's a bit of a set pattern, isn't it? So I wanted to mix it up. Been trying hard to mix it up, um, and this time we decided it would be amazing to um, pretend like. We'd gone back in time to the 1990s, and we had um, an amazing video game TV show in the vein of... Yeah, we did. Yeah, well, in the vein of anything from that era. Games Master... Game, what was the Sky one? Games... Games World. Games World. Wow. That's why yeah. I, That's why we were like, right, it has to have game in the title, because yeah. they all had they all game had in game the title. Yeah. Bits. Wait. That wasn't 90s, was it? Yeah, early 2000s, I suppose. I, I remember that, because... It was definitely definitely in the 2000s. Yeah. Because I was old enough to appreciate the fact it was on Emily Booth. Night. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and Emily Booth. Emily Booth and the, I want to say the Russian chick. No, there's an American one. Was, was she, there, there was one with the two really, British the, ones. There was, there was a, an American one. There was like a Polish or a Russian surname one. Maybe, but she definitely spoke with an English accent. Right. But yeah. But I know I was old enough to appreciate that, so... Okay. I was old like enough I've... to appreciate that Russian name. Mm. Yes. Um, so, I, I, like, we 
We, uh, you, you guys might not know, but yeah, we did have a, a 90s TV show and it was called Game Genies. Took us a good five minutes to come up with that title, Reg, didn't it? And, and to be fair, <laughs> it was staring us in the face all along. Because what, what did everybody have in the 90s? Yeah, a Games Genie. Mm-hmm. Games, a Game Genie, rather. Yes. I had one for my Game Gear. Nice. Yeah, and I, I don't think I ever cheated with it, though. I might have level selected. I was never allowed one because apparently we work really hard to buy you computer games and the last thing we want to do is for you to just complete all of day using cheats. You should spend the time doing this. I'm like, right, okay. Yeah, but also, so, like, how did you get those cheats back in, in in the day? You had to buy the magazines before you could have so you could have the cheats. You couldn't go on the internet. No. There was no, well, there was barely an internet. Yeah. Internet was a baby. Or you could you could phone the chat lines. Oof. Hmm. That that was back when chat lines were cool, not like now where it's all like, you know, women parade and stuff. And I'll wait for five, fifty, fifty, fifty. All that one. That's one of them. That, that's, that's definitely something, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ring that. No, that that's the intro little snippet. Mm. No, it's just that number. Yeah. What was what our about? point now? Yeah, so the, the car journey to, to Manchester to play Expo. We were just like, having a little chat. Oh, what's the name of our TV show, Reg? We need to come up with something. Um, um, and then Game Genie just popped into the head. You came up with some wonderful examples. And I wish I could remember them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I genuinely Every, can't. Everything that came out of your mouth, it was an immediate, like, no, no, no. Like, you regretted <laughs> it the second you said it. I was like, how about, no, no actually, no, no, no. no. Let's go okay, back and rethink. Okay. All right. Um, but it was, it was so much fun. Like, Reg got to play Sonic 2. And review it. It was incredible. Yeah. And Turtles Arcade and all the pinball. It was just some of the pinball tables. Like, you forget how amazing pinball tables Mm. are. I think they're too amazing now. Until you have, like, free play mode. Because you can't really appreciate a good pinball table first time playing it with just, like, three credits. Mm. So being unable, like, being able to just, like, play nonstop as long as you want. Right. Like, and actually, you know actually finally after all this time being able to play demolition man the pinball <laughs> which broke again which, which we broke went it. to um we went to to Salou on holiday back in april and we walked past this little terrible arcade and the one highlight was the demolition man pinball table and we were like oh i'm so playing this and it was broken yeah yeah so disappointed so when we got there we went to the pinball section the play expo we were walking walking along and then suddenly there, like a jewel in the middle of a of, of lots of pinball tables, was um, Demolition Man pinball. Yeah, and like playing that later, went back later. Oh, look what happened! Well, I broke it. It was broken. It was me that actually. You were broke playing it. for about two minutes, not even yeah. that. And I was like, oh, just it was getting good. <clears throat> and then, yeah, unfortunately, it was a, uh, it was it was demolitioned. Yeah, you demolished. You to- yeah, that's the you one. Totally demolished. demolished that pinball yeah. table. I keep getting words wrong all the time at the minute. Okay, like um, one of the lads that I work with got engaged, right? Like on Friday, and I was trying to write like, "Oh, he's getting engaged," and I kept on writing "engaged," and I'm like, "What with a J?" Yeah, but with two J's, and I'm like, "I know that's not right," but my head is saying that is correct. <laughs> but you know when you're like. You're looking at it, and obviously he's got red lines underneath it, but I'm like, that is engaged. My like, heart's that's, telling that's me. That's 100% yes. like, engaged. And I was like, I know it's all going weird. Telling but me no. That, that is correct. And I was like, no, it's not. I'm like, no, it, it really is. It's got to be. And then I just, like, we had that instinct. Instinct? We had that 
incident where we couldn't figure out what a sound check was. Oh, yeah. That day. was weird. That was a really weird moment. Sound test, sound record. And the thing is, sound, sound recording sounded absolutely that, correct. Well, that just came straight out of your... Because we're, we're going in two weeks? Mm-hmm. A week on Friday. It's a week on Friday. Ooh, going to see Steve Page in London. And then on Mon- the Monday, going to see Steve Page in Manchester. And then on Tuesday, going to see Steve Page in Birmingham. Yeah. We're going to see Steve Page a lot. Because he's awesome. He's the ex-lead singer of the Bare Naked Ladies. I'm not sure we've ever really covered the fact that we're doing this. I think we briefly mentioned it. When we talk about it next week, and never got around yeah, to it. Yeah, and then because it was ages ago, wasn't it, yeah. when I wanted to talk about it because he agreed to do the interview with us. Yes. And yes. I was like, oh, my yes. God, this is like the greatest it day is. in the world ever. And yeah. then we were like, we'll talk about this at some point in the pod. And you're like, it's months away now. Yeah. And now it's literally like next, next week, week and we're, we're going yeah. to do it. Yeah, Um so, yeah, we've got VIP tickets as well to go see him in London. Because, and you, get to... you know, it's us. Yeah. So, as if we wouldn't be given anything less <laughs> exactly. than VIP. Yeah. So, um, you get to go and watch him do sound check. Sound record. Well, that was it. I was like, well, you know, I mean, we get to go and watch the, um, what's it? What's it called? You know, when, when he's like, you know, testing out everything. The no, I was like, sound stuff. test. No, no you, you, you went sound record first. <laughs> yeah, that was it. And I was sound like, recording first. I, I like you said it so confidently, and I was like, oh, "Is he? Is he thinking about the same thing?" Sound, and then you're like, "No, no, no! Sound, sound, sound test, sound test, sound test." That still doesn't sound right. No, it's got the right like idea. Yeah. That's not the word. And then sound check. It took a while though, definitely and that's while. the sad thing considering that how many like sound checks we've gone to and like how many actually like gigs we've been to. Yeah, like how did we not? not get that straight away mm, it was such exactly. a weird thing but it's been happening so much yes. i think it's just the copious amounts of alcohol possibly but isn't that normal i've been doing it a lot more recently like the bank man must be like the bank man doesn't care he, he either loving me or your, he's your hoping overdraft. that you know i'm close to an aa at some point because it's it's getting quite bad okay. like it i even said to ash i was like cause at the minute like all last night and like all throughout work today, I've just been absolutely horrendous. I've been like just thrown up, coming in out of really? friends. I've just been Ooh. just shocking. Like my stomach's still bad. This is and Tuesday. It's because we didn't drink last night. Because you didn't. Yeah. So your body's just fine, I'm just like, finally. Like, purge. I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that's what it is. And okay. I'm not just coming down with something before we go to Alton Towers on Friday. Because oh, that's right. going to be upsetting. So on. Um, Monday, no, it was Sunday, actually. It was like such a nice day. And we're walking mm. along at the Trafford Centre. And I'm like, oh, I just hope it's this weather on Friday. And then yesterday I go into work and it is like blowing. Oh, it's hor- horrific. This hurricane thing. I mean, it's miles away. Yeah, it's but it is fact- Yeah, but it seems to have passed. Mm. But um, it was really odd. The um, uh, did, you look at, did, did you look up at the sky in the, kind of the middle of the day? I don't know whether it was the same down your... Is it like orangey? Yeah, so the sun, really because of because there's such, such thick clouds, the sun looked like kind of like the moon in that it wasn't bright, barely bright enough to get through the clouds, the but it was orange. But it made the whole, like, of outside have this really weird orange tinge. Yeah, and it was really it was like a, It was like someone had uh, turned on an Instagram filter. Mm-hmm. It was, it was bizarre. See, I love so that you, you call it like that, and I was like, it's like something out of a horror film. It was just really creepy. Right. It wasn't nice. No. <laughs> Instagram. In the slightest. I think I'm genuinely just actually dying. Because really? like, before, I could smell toast, and I was like... Oh, oh. Hmm. And then I had to really, like, I was 
holding like stroking Ash's leg, and then all of a sudden I just had like horrendous like shooting pains down my arm. I'm like, oh red, oh god, I'm having a stroke. Yes, and I was like, this isn't good. So that and sounds as, like a stroke mixed with a heart attack. And as like the the qualified first aid room work, no one's going to be able to help me in work tomorrow if I just end up like stroking everywhere. It's just it, it's going to be people get like, in trouble for oh doing that. Oh my god, that. it's just stroking everywhere. Yeah, I can understand why. Yeah, I mean, especially after the cushion incident and all sorts with you. Yeah. And the Jessica Jones incident. You don't want to be stroking anything in that place. No. I mean, forget about my health. It's just, you know, I just don't want the embarrassment of yeah. stroking everywhere. You're an embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just not good. Um, um, there was a point. Let's let's go back. So, stroking, uh, weather, on towers, play expo. We're going out on towers. Yes. Oh, but before that, so I'll, I'll, give, it, let's, I'll give everyone a peek behind the curtain of... Uh, making a video so i i spent all monday night uh, editing the video and it's uploaded go and watch it because i spent ages on it um and it, the video finishes our tv show finishes with a, a freeze frame um like you know basically we ripped it off from police squad they yeah. could go on police squad where they freeze frame but it's not really frozen and everything's moving around them so me and reg are standing there in the middle of the the, the show floor for what felt like about four minutes. It did feel like an eternity. Yeah, it turned out it was about 20 seconds <laughs> because oh I've got God, the video of it. It's so mental. <laughs> it's like when we went to um, MCM Manchester and we did the game where you you, you had to um, get Do a photo, photo yeah. but we were filming. And mm. like you're like, oh, it didn't feel like very long at all, but it was like two minutes and we've got the entire video footage of the two minutes. It was the opposite of that. It was very it bizarre. It really was, wasn't it? Yeah. It's really peculiar. Exactly. But really peculiar. I, I did the credits, basically, and it was, um, you know, just really fast credits flying past while we're standing there frozen. And I went through the entire video and then got to that bit and was like, oh, wait, I need to come up with credits now. There's only, like, host Dan Reg. That's, like, it, because it's just us. Yeah. But I had about 80 jobs and people's names that i needed to fill in to give me enough people to have the, the go fast go past fast enough one is it just fast enough that you couldn't read them all but not so fast that you couldn't yeah yeah so i'm, I'm i went through but i managed to do maybe about 15 or 20 and then i was like i put it out to reg and steve and said come on give me some some ideas and i just want to read some of, some of your ideas wait, wait, which one was it, was it on nodman was yeah. wasn't it um, I just go quick. I need some funny names, and Reg goes Barry, Jeff, Jeffrey, <laughs> <laughs> Sean, Engelbert, Bartholomew, Cuthbert, Jerome, Tristan. I'm like, I don't just mean first names. I didn't know so what you were doing. Any, you were just like, I know, I know, right, I, I know. thought you like created a character I, or something. I get that, I get that. <laughs> but it's just, I like how. So you're writing anyone off that has one of those names as having a hilarious name. <laughs> well, we <laughs> go back to having like. Having a baby called Barry, like Baby Barry, is just a funny name. Baby Barry, yeah. Baby Barry's a brilliant name for a, you, for a kid. But as soon as it's not a, a baby anymore, though, then we just ignore Barry. Like they don't exist. Barry, well, change its name. They might do, but you change its name to like you know Bob or something. Terry, toddler Tessa, and then that's it. And yeah. then um, obviously like Cuthbert and Bartholomew yeah. are. Well, great actually, names. your list was Barry, Jeffrey, Sean, Engelbert, Bartholomew, however you spell it in brackets, Cuthbert. Frank Bunty, Jerome Tristan. And I went full names and I already have Frank Bunty. Of course I had Frank Bunty. Of course you did. And I was just like, all right, I'm stealing names from most prank call list from The Simpsons. <laughs> so I just went through, it's like, I need a bath. 
and Amanda Hug and Kiss and stuff. You were like, all right, Darius Campbell. What? Darius? His name isn't Campbell. Ash Googled it and was like, Dinesh. Darius Campbell? Darius <laughs> Dinesh. Was he, yeah, right. He's, well, he, were you about to say he got married? <laughs> you were going to say he got married. Uh, don't make me laugh. Um, Jeffrey Fingerton. That's I did, a love that I name. did put Jeffrey Fingerton down. I think he was he was fluffer. Yeah. And then Steve was co-fluffer. <laughs> yeah. uh, Wang Precious. And <laughs> you're like, I 100% call him on Friday. I, I, I did. I, I called her for a agile project manager position. You don't need to be that specific, Reg. But I did. It's okay. brilliant. Tim Tool. That that doesn't sound. That's not a funny name to me. That's quite a cool name. That sounds like, I don't know, some kind of YouTube DIY expert. <laughs> Tim the Tall Man Taylor. That's clearly I, where you got. I that didn't from. get it from that. Hugh Johnson. Hugh Johnson. So, so when it looks like it's spelled, it's uh, Hugh Johnson. That's from mm. uh, that's from Austin Powers. Mm, okay, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Sean Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of yours. I have a big and yeah, I've got all that. Ty one. <sighs> Betty Smalls, Penny Farthing, your mum. I was like, yes, your mum. Right. Now I need jobs for everyone. You're like body double, window licker, muff fluffer, sandwich selector, staff yodeler, prawn sheller, dog whisperer, pony puller, plant consultant, hand model. <laughs> oh, more. Spotlight spotlighter, jumping assistant, sunglasses selector, wardrobe malfunctionist, microphone muter, selective stylist, button pusher. And then, so were you out drinking? No, I was, I, Ash was drinking, I wasn't. Ash was, I was drinking. Just, I was because sober. What we need to do, contortionist, hyphen, torsionist, because of contouring, as in every other day life, but every other woman. I have no idea what she's talking about. So con- contouring is like a makeup yeah. sort of stuff. Yes. So yes. she wanted a con- contortionist, but hyphenationist. I, I, okay. I don't. I'm not a woman, Dan. I don't understand. Ah, <laughs> uh, fair enough. It seemed like it was a good idea for her. Yes. Yes. But anyway, that that I just wanted to go through those names. They tickled me. They might not have been actually funny names, but. Just the whole process tickled me. It was a good process. But 45 minutes that took. Well, yeah, the the, the, the puffer out, it wasn't in like... No, I don't mean that. So that's I, I no, I don't mean that it took, it took me to come up with all those to fill in all the names. Oh, for right, this okay. literally 15-second scrolling bit of text. Yeah, which no one will ever read no. properly or care about. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think maybe that, that, is, that, that is something you'll go, oh, let's just read these back. I would. It's like when you're watching... Um, Two and a Half Men or Big Bang Theory or something. You pause it at the end to, to read um, Chuck Lorre's vanity card. Mm. So maybe, maybe not. Um, we So we talked a, a second ago, though, about having uh, about, about the Steve Page gigs. We were yeah. going to talk about it ages ago, but then we were like, oh, it's too late. I will talk about it closer to the time. Can we please get this story of um, a greyhound that had coke? It's oh. too late now. I, but I don't know what it is. So, so basically, over in Ireland, it's greyhound racing. Okay, right, and it's it's like a, it was the biggest race of the of the season, right? Um, and the champion, who was like everyone's, it was a guaranteed win. Okay, for it, but the owner was just like, "Now nah, we need something to give it the edge." Right. So give it cocaine. So he literally he coked up the greyhound. Right. Greyhound won, 
but it won by like such a great deal or something like something's not quite right. So they, they te- drug tested, drug tested the dog. and got disqualified for it. Um, but yeah, that now again, so as Dan was saying, like we've been trying to put stuff on for a while. This was like back in September. So the 14th of September um, is this when this happened. The shock news yesterday evening was that Clombrine Hero, one of the Irish laurels at Corheen Park in late July, tested positive for cocaine. Um so yeah, apparently he he won all the stakes and he's trained by this um, awesome trainer. Okay. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, two defections happened and the um, they clocked on that something interesting was going really? on. Um, yeah. So basically, he did a drugs test and uh, yeah, he was he was drugged. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, our mental. Well, now we never have to speak of it again. We genuinely don't. <laughs> We genuinely don't. But yes. what I do want to say, because we literally just glanced over right. the fact that I'm going to be interviewing Stephen Page. Okay. Not just we're going to the gigs, Dan. Okay. But I'm actually getting to interview yes. Stephen goddamn Page. Yeah. So you're, you're feeling like I did when I found that I was going to interview Chris Carabba from Dashboard Confessional. Yep. But the best thing is, we're so much more experienced and we're just much better interviewers podcasters like content producers than we were four years ago yeah that this this should be good this should turn out good we, i can't watch like you can't watch the ed robinson uh from ben and Lady more because than anything. it was movember yeah <laughs> and this is this is a beautiful thing so mm-hmm. steve sent up a screenshot of um the video that yeah. Dan edited for the Play, Play Expo, Expo thing, video. Which we will stop talking about at some point. Yeah. Um and it's just a free frame of me holding a very own personal computer yeah. magazine. And it with the lighting it looked like I wasn't I hadn't shaved again, even though I blatantly had, as you'll see from the video. Okay. So my other mate my best mate Dave, who does the SideQuest Activate pod with me, um, he was like, Oh my god, you're growing a mustache again. This is the best news ever because I can't grow facial hair. Right. It just looks really stupid and he loves it. How stupid and ridiculous I looked during that Ed Robertson um, like interview, and he was like, "I love the fact that it was literally like halfway through the month, so you're like, mm. oh, I've got to keep it going." Yeah, like the, 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 there's a point of no return in that. Yeah, and then he was like, "But this is the thing you've been waiting for, like your entire life, is to interview the Ben Aker ladies, and then when you do, you look like a fucking idiot." I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, brilliant," and I was like, "I can't enjoy the photos of that." Yeah. That thing because I just look like a dick. Yeah. Just well and truly and it's upsetting. But and I was like, I'll never get the opportunity to have like an awesome photo like that again where I'm doing something cool with Better Nicky Ladies or like Steve Page and then Steve Page's like, Hey, I'm doing a tour and it's like, Oh my god And he was like, In October going into November and it's like, I am not not shaving, but I, I am shaving. <laughs> yeah. Literally, the minute we are there, I'm still like, doo, 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 just yeah, so yeah. I don't look like it. <laughs> like, I'm so excited. But I've there got, I know you were saying that you've got all the faith in the world. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Right. And I do have about a million questions I want to okay. ask. Yeah. Which are usually like, what number's your house? Like, can I come visit? Can I sing on your new album? Is there any chance I can do can this? I, I can you. record it right now. We've got the microphones and yeah. the recording equipment with me. Just let me do like a ah or something just to be like, oh my God, I'm on your new album. I want to do stuff. But I've also got the normal questions that I need to ask. Right. So the proper serious ones. But because I've been looking forward to this all my life, 
like just been able to just sit down and chat with Steve Page. Right, I was like, right. this is going to be incredible. Yeah. I, the minute I found out that happened, my speech impediment started coming back and I started stirring a little bit. And I've got this horrible feeling. I'm going to be like, and you're going to have to, I'll take the mic. And I'll be like, my one chance. And it's just, it's, I'm hoping it's not going to happen, but I've got a serious issue with the fact I think it might. And I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't think you need to come up with anything to do. I think I do. Because if you're in that position, you're, you're in that in that frame of mind, there's nothing you can do to stop it. I'm going to have to step in somehow. You go, sorry, Steve, he gets like this. <laughs> you just like just smack around the back of the head. And I'd be like, ah, right. Anyway, so Steve, yeah. so you could just like be stood behind, button. just with like a gloved hand at the ready <laughs> yeah. on the video, and just like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I like we we we're trying to work out what you know what I mean. What can we do with him? Are we just going to ask him questions, or are we going to do some like terrible YouTube thing of like, hey, would you like to try some amazing British snacks? Uh, we've got these bean boozled things. Oh, let's see what we get. Yeah, see, I, 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 my other idea was Kazuni tunes for Steve Pagel, yes, isn't it? That's where we were but, <laughs> but I was like, I, I can't do that. I want to do something fun, but at the same time, I want it to be something I yeah. will always treasure. Yes, yes fair enough. Remember. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's going to be just so good. He's going to be playing Better Nick Lady stuff. He's going to be playing like solo, solo Steve Page stuff. I'm yeah. saying to you, like, I. I, I don't mind if he just played solo stuff because the, the two full proper albums he's had, they've been amazing. Yes, His solo have. solo stuff is really, really, really good. Yes. Like, better than his old band's stuff. Yes. But anyway. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, he will play the odd mix of old stuff as well. Yeah, I reckon he'll do about four or five B&L tunes. Yeah. And the rest will all be mm. just the glory that is Steve Page. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure everything's sold out though, so I would genuinely recommend if you're a fan of good music, um, go. He's playing Birmingham, Manchester, Glasgow, uh-huh. Leeds, mm-hmm. York. He's all over the place. London he is. Yeah, so um, we're going to be at Manchester, Birmingham, and uh, London. London, London, England. Yep. Um, no, that's Manchester, England. That's that song. Um, so yeah. Come say hi and come and witness the wonder that is Paige Stephen wonder J. Page. you. And he's also cheaper than when the streets have just announced that they are doing yeah. a comeback, one-off tour yeah. for the best of. And I'm like, the best thing about this is the fact it's a best of. Because which means the best of is basically the first two albums. the first two albums <laughs> and name more than that. ones from these, right? yeah. 45 quid for a ticket to go see them. And then the P and P on top, or Ooh, like the booking yeah, fees booking on top. fee and edge or every fucking fee they could throw into it. And I'm just like, I, I don't get it. They they were never that massive that they could actually warrant that. Mm. They're always cult classics, not bestsellers. <laughs> to reference their <laughs> own line, that is the streets lyric reference for those um, uninitiated. And it's just, it's just not good. Like yeah. I, I'm dying to see them. And it's on our anniversary as well. So I'm just like... Oh. Are you going to see the Bernick Ladies for your anniversary, though? That was going to be in York, wasn't it? Yeah. But because we're doing um, Florida, like, two weeks later... Uh, okay. Like, so three weeks later, we were like, we can't really warrant spending, like, over 250-odd quid... Fair enough. ...to go do a weekend in York when we can spend two weeks in Florida. 
Yeah. Well, it wasn't an ultimatum. It was literally just we right. wouldn't be able to afford to do certain no. things in Florida if we were spending a ridiculous no, amount in York. That's fine. And they're playing Manchester, aren't they? They are indeed. So, yeah, everyone's happy. And I will still be going to see him in that. Yeah. I'm also getting really worried at the minute. So I know like, we're talking about bands and artists that either A, you've not ever heard of before. Well, you will have done because they are literally like, the ones that do the Big Bang Theory thing. Yeah. And One Week and Steve Page is just an absolute legend. So you should know him. Yes. And how very rude you don't. Um, so once I finish with that, um, the, other, the other band slash artist that, we always talk about on here who's doing a pledge music, hmm. Mr. Frost. Yes. Liam he's only Frost. got 36 days, uh, 36% of his thing complete. Yeah. And he's literally got about 20 days left hmm. to go through. I'm wondering what's going to happen if he doesn't hit that 100%. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's not, I know it's not like Kickstarter where you, it's not, you, you, you don't get enough, you don't get the money, it just, it all cancels. So he'll still have our money to put towards yeah, something. something. Yeah. But it'll just be like, I don't know, it'll be plumbing cassette tapes mailed out in little brown jiffy bags that we know won't have enough money to print any CDs and stuff. I wouldn't even care about that as no. long as he still plays. That's the most <laughs> exactly. important thing. The one thing that exactly. really annoys me with Pledge Music, though, is the fact you can keep adding new things to it. Yeah, so once you... But you can't alter your pledge. Oh, really? So I've, at the time, I ordered... The signed CD with yeah. whatnot, and then I was like, the the fact he's put on like an artistic postcard or something random. I'm like, what's that? So I had a look, and he was like, I'm going to find a random postcard, and I'm going to write something really weird on the back and do a really crude drawing for mm. fifteen quid. And I'm like, it's a lot of money for a postcard, but it's frosty, so mm-hmm. fuck it. So I bought and it. And I can't wait to see what he's going to do with yours. And now. <laughs> Now he's done like, oh, by the way, if you want T-shirts, you want all these cool things, yeah. like, we're doing everything. Now you can sing on his on his new CD as well. Oh, really? For like 50 quid. And I'm like, what? I want that. Like, there's so much stuff I want. To, and it's 30 quid, I think it is, to do that. Oh, and I'm like, Reg. I want to sing on one of his things. I, I asked him a question before I, <laughs> before I um, thingied, before I pledged. There's a, a thing on there to write your own, that uh, you'll write a song of your choice okay. from the latch week and I was like from the latch week kids and I was like is it any so I asked the question didn't get any reply from anyone asked right, it right. again on the Facebook and the Twitter yeah. got no reply and I was like oh, I want slow slowly slow lyrics like just written. Written. yeah so I can stick them up frame it and stick it up and I was like that'd be awesome in the frame and so I asked got no reply and I was mm-hmm. like hmm and then once I pledged he was like oh yeah by the way it could be any song of your choice and I'm like Amazing, it's like from, from back catalogue, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> God damn it, so that's another thirty quid. So I'm like, D- I do really want that. Now, I I want to buy budge? you the um, singing on his album thing because if it's like thirty quid, even if it's fifty quid, the amount that they would have to spend to get your like singing <laughs> <laughs> usable <laughs> would be like twice that. <laughs> I would love it. I would love it. That would just be... They'd just be, like, recording. Just like, okay, also, here's a tambourine. Just just shake that as well. We're going to use that as well. And then they just cut out any of you singing. Yeah, I, I'll just be... I'll be so useless by the same time. I would be so much oh, fun. Oh, that would be amazing. I would love it. I would genuinely love it. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so... 
everyone needs to go out there and literally just pledge so he can make it so he can make it the best that he is doing and I was upset because I was going through the, the pledges mm. there's like 84 people that have pledged to it yeah and I don't recognise a single name apart oh, from no, like I the band them. apart from the band people right I'm not like alright oh, so like like Carol hasn't done there's loads of our friends that haven't actually like that go to well, see him that rave about him that haven't actually it, like pledged you, anything you, yet it doesn't you can have your name hidden so don't necessarily assume that but yeah I've not I've I need to speak with Carol. I need to have words. Mm. Mm. I'm very upset about that. Yeah, there's lots of people. Louise, there's Rach. There's all our. Well, we, have we ever been into the whole details of the, the frosty rabbit hole we went down? I don't think so. It was back in the days of message boards. It was, like, wasn't the it? The Liam Frost message board and just the, the friends we made just from following around on tour. Those were the days when we were young and didn't have a care in the world. No, mm. losing jobs just to go on a uh, yeah on a tour, which yeah. it seemed like, like it was like proper groupy thing. So it's like you know what, fuck this, I'm gonna go follow these on tour, and it's like yeah. quitting jobs to just like go out, <laughs> follow your dream for and, like uh, a week and a half as we drive around the country. Yeah, uh, but that was when MySpace was big, and you were writing the blogs, like actual blogs, before yeah. people like cared about blogs. God, nowadays, can you imagine? I would have the Liam Frost podcast. You genuinely would, wouldn't yeah. you? No, there's podcasts for literally like anything and everything. I was yeah. saying to you the other day, so obviously Benic Ladies is a is a band that I, I love and I follow. Yeah. So whenever an announcement comes up on their things like, hey, Ed's on this this podcast, I'm like, oh, I'll listen to that then, just like hear what he's doing. So I listen to like an hour and a half to two hour podcast about Pinball yep. just because Ed's on it. Yeah. And I'm like... He's a big fan of Pinball. He's a massive fan of Pinball. Turns out... I'm not as big a fan as Pinball as what I thought because I genuinely didn't care for like 99% of that entire podcast. But that was episode like 294 or something. And I'm like, how can you create 294 episodes about fucking Pinball? It goes around a table. It's like a ball goes around the table. A couple of things happen to it. Done. Exactly. It's just, exactly. It, it's absolutely mental. Absolutely mental. But we need, we need something. Like a, proper, a very niche podcast. We need to we, come up with something. We could do it all about my new board game I've just purchased. Okay. Because I've just purchased the uh, Dark Souls, the board game. You're really getting into your board games. I know. Well, I was, I was chatting about this before and I've realised what's happened and now I'm trying to pull myself out of it slowly but only want to play Doom and Dark Souls and okay. that mentions a madness thing. Because I was like, oh my God, and I've bought now some guy is... So... <sighs> get the story straight from the beginning the dark Souls board game is like an actual like minifigure board game it's got like 27 little minifigs and it's awesome heavy as hell like literally you have to feel the weight of it before you go it's insane um and you go around the board and you literally have to fight mini bosses and bosses and little people and you just kind of complete the campaign to go through mm. and i was like it's all awesome um but then i was looking at it and it's like oh you can collect stuff from cards and like smash the barrels and that sort of stuff and i was looking i was like ah, oh, so the barrels and the chest of cards I was like you don't get little like props and stuff so I was like on the um, Dark Souls board game Facebook page thing and I was nice. just like oh some guy makes the um the stuff not much size right only 15 quid that's oh. not bad for like a full set of like you get like the scenery you get barrels you get the gravestones you get like okay. everything to work towards like everything so I'm like this is awesome I definitely want this. So I'm like, right, how, how do I pay you? What's going on? And then as he was talking, 
uh, to me. I was like looking around and I was like, "Ooh, you know what? What else they do? They they do like people offer the paintings of the minifigs." And I was like, "Cause I'm awful. Like as you can see from the state of my games room, I can't paint. It's like." It's a white that's, ceiling. That's on a grand got, like, scale. Which has still got like green all over it. Yeah. The carpet's got green on from when I Plus, spilt the paint. Because you're always drunk. You, just, you've always, you constantly got the shakes. So. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. It's, it's awful. I've got Jones's really bad. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I was like, oh, that'll be good. And I was chatting to it in work. And one of the lads in work was like, yeah, when I was a kid, I, I went down that path where I was like, I went into the, workshop. Like, the place that can't be named. And I was painting a lot of minifigs and like loving it. And I'm like, I know I want someone to do that, and that's when I was like, uh, "Oh no, it's happened." I'm one of it's them now. Very quickly, and it, it literally came out of nowhere. But it's like what I always say to you: whenever someone's like, "Oh, this looks good," I'm like, "Oh my god, this is good," and I hype it up so much mm. that I'm like, "This is actually amazing," and I convince myself it's the best thing ever until I play it, okay. and then or like listen to it or watch it, and I'm like, "Huh." Well, that's interesting. Turns out with the Mansions of Madness, I loved it. And yeah. It was something unique, new for me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. oh my God, well, I can do loads of stuff like this. I'm going to see what's interesting of me. Ooh, like do a Dark Souls one. I'll buy that. So I'm like, I've got it. Now I'm like, oh, what? Um, I'll <laughs> be able to play it like once or twice. Don't know how many people will be wanting to play it because it's going to take about six hours. <laughs> I was like, but I really want to do it. Mm. So I was like, that's awesome. So I was like, keep going further and like looking into it. So now I've got this guy that's painting um, the shrubbery and scenery and barrels and stuff to get delivered to my house. So I'm like, oh my God. So now I'm actually going to have like, and he's doing going to do like walls and stuff. So right. it turns into like a proper 3D board game. Stuff. Okay. So I'm like, I haven't even played it yet. This is a I, I looked deep at it rabbit hole. Rich. And it's very confusing. Like, I'm going to have to spend a few days reading the rules before I actually okay. look at playing it because it makes no sense to me okay. whatsoever. But then the rest of us, when we're playing it, can just learn as we go along, yeah? Well, I'll teach you how to do it okay. all. So right. that's fine. Because yeah. you can play one to four players. So the fact you can play one player, I'm going really? to have like a few games by myself just to understand what I'm doing before I'd be like, let's do this. Yeah. It is because it's, every enemy has a pattern. In it, so it's it's very much like Dark Souls. You've got to learn yeah. the patterns okay. of all the bad guys, understand what works against them, what doesn't, where to go, what mm. their weaknesses are, that sort of stuff. And you, when you hit a bonfire, you can like get your health back, restore, refresh, level up, and that sort of stuff. But if you do that, if you light the bonfire, then everything resets back as normal, like it does in the game. Right. So then you have to go back through. Is it is it worth it? The risk and reward. Okay. But it's like the boss. So if you you go to a boss, the boss has a set of cards it's going to do. So you know it's movement pattern. You'll know it's attack pattern. Right. You'll know how to play. Next time round, when you get to it, because you're going to die first time. Okay. When you go in and hit it, it keeps the repeating. So you don't put the cards back in a random order. They all go in that set order. Right. That's, okay. That's the thing. So it's very much like the game. You've got to learn its pattern. And I was like, that's awesome. And the minifigures are incredibly beautiful. Like the detail in them is insane. So I'm like, this is actually going to be amazing. And when I open up the box, the first thing you see is like a black little bit of paper that says, you died. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. So yeah, I'm well and truly down the rabbit hole, but I'm so genuinely okay. impressed by it. Like, I can't wait to play this right. and the Doom one's on its way. It's, it's just, it's the one player thing that I think it isn't. 
I, I can't see that being interesting. But maybe, I, maybe it is. Yeah, maybe I think it, it will be because it's literally just you against the. Well, I know you play your playing against yourself, but it, in effect, it is just like a complete, complete game to yourself. Yeah, maybe, it's going to be awesome. Maybe. Like I'm genuinely excited about it. So speaking of being excited about games, Dan, right? The new South Park games out today. It is. I saw it in Sainsbury's. The fractured butthole. Yeah. Um, which I'm very excited about. So I'm going to be like, oh, I don't feel well in the slightest. Need something to cheer me up. Okay. Let me go buy a game, and I'm going to buy the South Park game because okay. you know that makes sense yep. to me. Um, so the, they've announced now they're doing a season pass because okay. it was included in the in the um, pre-order. Right. You know, like the big massive collection edition, you get that, mm. and that's going to have two bits of story mode inside it. And then loads of like little mini like costumes and stuff. So I'm like, so they're already adding like a load more content to it. But mm. I don't like the fact that they're adding single player campaigny sort of stuff in the season pass. Yeah, because I don't know if it's going to be one of those games that you'll happy go back in for like a quest. Mm. So that's gonna that's a bit weird. Um, but genuinely, the game's been getting very mixed reviews, surprisingly, considering everyone loved the first. But I think it's just because everyone's now expecting right yeah this is so isn't... much now there's nothing yeah. you can do after being and seeing the stuff that they put inside the stick of truth right there's just not a lot they can do to shock people now so yeah. that's what they're now trying to do is just be like right what can we do to elevate that okay and i think it's done really well like they did the episode of the new series as a prequel to like yeah. a, a lead up to it called like that's like the franchise um one uh, the franchise prequel um, and it's just them going in trying to like launch the Coon and Friends, and that's what mm-hmm. this is. Um, so, like, I'm very excited about it. And they've been doing all the interviews with like Matt Stone and Trey Parker, going like, "So, how have you found it?" Blah blah blah. And like, everyone's been loving it. Matt Stone's just like, "You know what? I love doing games." And he's like, "Doing the games is like it's been a nightmare because we're so last minute." that the people hate us because we're like, oh my God, now this has happened. We could put this in the right. game. And he's like, we've had to realize that after several delays <laughs> that we're like, let's just step back and just let that. Yeah. Because when someone plays it in like a couple of years time, if they want to play it again, it's going to be like, oh, w- what's that about? <laughs> it's like, we need to stop being so like on top yeah. of what's going on. I'm like, I get it. And it must mm. be a nightmare for the developers and stuff to work with them to be like, oh, they've come in the office again. Yeah. Right, what do you want to do this time round? Right, very witty. Right, let's put that in. And then for him to be like, actually, no, scrap that. Let's do this. Um, so we started chatting to Matt Stone, and Matt Stone was just like, right, we've done RPGs now. It's the perfect way to, to do a South Park game because the fact it's all story-based, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But I want to do an FPS. And he was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm all about walking around. Like, he loves his first-person shooters. Like, right. that's his, his main love. But he's like, I'd love to just walk around the South Park world and just be like, see it all in in like in first person. Just do everything about it. I'm like, interesting. Do you, do you remember the original South Park game on, on the 64? Yeah, yeah, the one that was a first person. Oh, yeah, and is it, it was... like a snowball fight or something like that? So that you, of... you 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 snowballs yeah. uh, to kill the Braveheart turkeys and like everybody else that's, yeah. that's in it, and you could pee on snowballs for like extra damage, and it was yeah. just it was. Very juvenile. And it was. It was no Chef's Love Shack. I'll tell you that. It definitely wasn't. Right. That was a great game. Like the thing is, we laugh about it, but it's literally in that cupboard right there for oh, my yeah, Dreamcast. Yeah. Yeah. I genuinely enjoy that for some reason because <laughs> it's not a great title, but it's just yeah. so much fun to do. Um. So I was like, ooh, but yeah, I don't understand why he's like, I need to do an FPS because you don't. South Park isn't an FPS. I don't. I don't see. I don't know. I can't see three D. Um, like um, South Park, I just I don't know. They, they that 
the stick of truth and whatnot, those games work well because they're like a fixed kind of camera angle, so it looks yes. like an episode of the TV show. But I can't see how you'd do it on on um, on first person. I mean, even when they made a blooming movie, it just looked like the South Park episode. Yeah, it did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it was great. And that's what South Park does really yeah. well. Like that, that is perfect. And I don't think that an FPS will work, but. You know, they are mental and they will do what they do and it could turn out to be amazing. Yeah, and this will make loads of money, so they'll, they'll, Ubisoft will be keen to do something else. Oh, yeah. And the, 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 the what's it, the kind of the Lord of the Rings style characters from Stick of Truth and then the, the Marvel DC sort of heroes from, from the Fractured Butthole work really well in this. But I don't know what other kind of characters and world they've got for a third one. If they were going to do another game, it was the same. Well, that's the thing, I mean, at the minute... Unless it was, like, Imagination Land or whatever it was. Yeah, as I say, there's so much stuff they can do. They can just, like, Randy can, like, come down from the office with, like, a box of his toys he used to play as, like, a kid, and you'll have, like, the action hero face. So it would be, you know, like, He-Man, like... Mm. Well, in fact, yeah, Imagination Land, like, that type of thing. You know, they could take on, like, other different types of movie franchises. Yeah. They they could do, like, a load of stuff. We could have another South Park racer. South Park Rally was um, uh, was amazingly bad. See, that was clearly back back in a day when they were just like, all right, yeah, let's just you, you buy the license, and they had barely yeah. anything to do with just the game. Let us have the money. Let's That's all we want. Yeah. Just let us have the money. Mm. Um, but speaking of companies that might be a bit of a nightmare to work for, have you been reading all the reviews at the minute about on Glassdoor um, from CD Projekt Red? Um, no. So, no. But obviously, Glassdoor is a—it's like a company review site. So you can go on if you work for the company. You can go on and just be like, right. "Hey, this is like all the pros for it, all the cons no, for it," okay. and you go through. Um, and it's like we use it a lot, like in our line of work and stuff. Okay. And it's—it's it's very good tool to use, very handy. Right. Um, so if you ever think about moving to a new job, you're always be like, "I wonder what the company's like." Right. And you stick on Glassdoor, and you're like, "Oh, right, okay." So we know to avoid that company now because okay. it's all negative. Right. So CD Projekt Red have had to literally come out now and like try and silence the the sort of the critics. Okay. Um, so to speak, the people that used to work there, and just be like, "Listen, the way we make games isn't going to be for everyone." I said it's genuinely not. I said we understand that you know some people feel like our deadlines are tight. Know that this is happening, this is happening. It's like, but at the end of the day, if you're going to be working in our industry, you know how hard the industry is. Mm. So, like, I know it's not for everyone, but and we're sorry if people feel that way. We don't want you to be like, you know, feel like you're being forced out or pushed out. Said, but it's unfortunately just the way that the gaming industry works. Right. And like, we are committed to the teams, and everything's still going ahead. Everything's blah blah blah. Talking about um, the Cyberpunk 2077. And saying that they, there's been silence on that for ages, and like the only way we 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 want to communicate is through the work. Yeah, we don't want to come out every two minutes, and be like, "Hey, look at this! Yeah, hey, yeah. look at this! This is all amazing." So it adds pressure onto the guys as well, mm-hmm. which you can get and you can understand it. Um, but there's been just like a massive slew of just like people that worked there for like three years, five years, even down to like a month, where they've just gone on being like they're horrendous like they have been the worst company we are at the ceo isn't into gaming in the slightest ask him to name a game that's outside of his um outside of his, the witcher right. or like their games really he has no idea what they are he was like it's horrendous they make him work like 28 like hour like time periods before they can go home have like an hour sleep and then come back in again the next day to well that day to come back in and crack on with it mm. apparently they're horrendous and they get paid like a lot less 
than is legal at some point. Right, okay. <laughs> um, so they're just saying like it's absolutely horrendous. So there's a lot of the the big wigs now from from uh, senior project red, which are jumping on Glassdoor mm. to be like, hey, no, look, this place is amazing to work for. Oh my god, everything's good. And then when you get past the first like twenty now. You see all the, the actual, actual real reviews ones. where you're like, oh my God, but they're on like page three or four right, now. Right. And it's just, yeah. Oh, they've managed to bury them. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely like horrendous for them. Wow. Like, you, you do feel bad because it's well, they, like, you know, obviously it's a hard, it is a hard like, industry to do. Yeah, like, I can imagine. You do, do long hours, don't get paid as much as what they should get paid, but they earn a good enough wedge to live on. Yeah. 99% of the time. Well, about 70% of the time. Right. Um, but yeah, it just feels like they're having just like an absolute. Yeah, and they own um, GOG as well, don't they? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They do. So it's all it's all very very peculiar, and I don't know. Literally, things at the moment are just popping out left, right, and centre with like all these accusations and like all this like fake news, maybe, and Have, um, some stuff that's coming through. Is the Nod Network on Glassdoor? Not yet. I can stick it on. Okay. Well, I, I don't want you to because I don't want Steve to. Give us a bad review. To anything. Oh, God, jeez, yeah. things—the things he would say about us, mm. and things that people are saying about stuff in companies and whatnot. Right. Have you heard about the um, the Uncharted developer? No. Who is just like right? So one of the Uncharted developers who's been in Naughty Dog for for years, um, David Ballard. Um, right. Basically, what is his name? He was in Naughty Dog. Okay. Um, he's he's claimed now sexual harassment went on in the workplace and made it that uncomfortable for him that he had to basically, well, leave. But they sacked him. Um, okay. So he claimed stuff was going really wrong um, in that place, and that it was he felt like it was horrible. It gave him a nervous breakdown. Um, everything started going Jeez. weird. So his statement was in late 2015. I was sexually harassed at Naughty Dog by a lead. My work you say sexually harassed. Sexually. Sexually harassed. <laughs> sexually harassed by um, by my my lead. Yeah. Um, the work environment became extremely toxic afterwards. So in Feb 2016, I had a mental breakdown at work. So then Sony PlayStation HR became involved. When I told them about the harassment, they ended the call and fired me the next day. They cited the company was moving in a different direction and my job was no longer needed. They tried to silence me by offering me 20k in dollars. Mm. Um, if I signed a letter uh, agreeing to the termination as well as not to discuss it with anyone, I declined it um, and now I've been in, like, unemployed for 17 months. So I'm like, wow. And it's it's literally, it's been the horrendous book then Sony have now come out mm. and go, whoa, 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 whoa. There's no recollection of this. Like, there's no records to say this has happened, what's gone on. And now people are like, has stuff actually happened? Or is it just like, oh, well, it's happened to Harvey Weinstein at the moment. Let me just like try and get some right. thing off this. Right. So all of a sudden, it's just popping up left, right, and center now. And you don't okay. know what to believe. He's taken down a few things that he's put on Twitter, kept certain stuff up. Right. So it's like, what's going on? Okay. And I just find it very peculiar. That is. Very naughty but dogs, those. Exactly people. what they need is they need a sexual harassment panda to bring in it back to, uh, to South Park. To bring it back to South Park. Yep. But I just genuinely believe that at the minute the world needs a sexual harassment panda. Um, but while we're on the subject of computer me games, Dan, mm-hmm. um, so I've been a great lover of Resident Evil. Yeah. And especially. Resident Evil 7. Yes. Like, I've been, I love Resident Evil 7. So when they were like, oh, there's going to be a new DLC and it's going to be free, I'm like, I want to know all about this DLC. Okay. It's going to include, close your ears if you don't want to know for like a minute. All right. Chris Redfield. 
Okay. So I'm like, <laughs> really? The, I think I'd heard about this. The, yes. The bringing Chris in. So it's called Not a Hero. When you complete mm. the game, there's literally a still image going like, "Coming soon, Not a Hero," and it's like this guy stood there who looked remarkably like Chris. Okay. And you're like, "Is it Chris? Isn't it Chris?" Turns out it's Chris. Turns out it 100% is Chris. So they've released a trailer today. Oh, right. Okay. For it, and it looks awesome. It looked really nice, but like a helicopter drops down, he drops in with the team, and like Chris, Chris, are you here? And he's like, it's the actual voice actor that's always voiced Chris, and he's like, yeah, I'm here. And you're like, oh, it is Chris Redfield, amazing. <laughs> and he looks normal; he doesn't look like a steadhead, like he did in like six and seven. He he just looks like Chris Redfield from okay. like five onwards. You're like, what are you doing? Like, that's not you, Chris. Like, f- the one in five and six has just been horrendous, whereas, like, now he genuinely looks like a Chris Redfield should look like. Okay. And I'm genuinely happy Reviews. about this. So they've announced it with another um, DLC as well, which is the end of Zoe's story, which, for people who played it, you know, that's the daughter of the family um, that's in there. Okay. You get a choice at the... towards the middly bit of the end. Right. Resident Evil 7, you get like a cure type thing and you're like, she's with you and your wife's with you and you get the choice, who do you want to, Okay. who do you want to save? Right. And then this follows on from that. Right, so depending like, on what you Ooh. decide. So I'm like, very intrigued by that as mm. well now. So I'm like, that's awesome. Turns out on the 12th of December, we're going to get both of those and we're also going to get the gold edition or the game of the year edition. Okay. So you'll have the complete collection of all the bands. And these footage. DLCs, you said the DLCs are free? So the DLC is free for the Not Hero. Right. The other one you will have to pay for. Okay. I don't know. The End of Zoe story oh, you will have to pay for, pass. but I don't know. Usually they're really good actually for their price. It's like three quid or four quid for it. So it's probably worth it. The DLC packs haven't been amazing so far, but they've had some good bits in them. So that's one to definitely jump mm. onto and I reckon you'll be able to get the game of the year edition for a decent price as well yeah. so that's probably the time for well, you to jump in the normal version is is down at a decent price already I was kind of surprised to be honest yeah I was, mm. I was very surprised but I loved it so we had some friends around on Saturday Nina mm. um, and she was playing Resident Evil 7 in the VR mode when you were around here and uh she was like, oh, she got a fella to literally control her while she was looking. Yes. Um, which was hilarious. Like we were it was, saying, it's it was the like new the version sort of, of Nightmare. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, or the, that game where you, you're someone else's arms. Yes. So um, I've got an itchy nose. So no, she was doing that. And then she was like, this is great because I can have my eyes closed and no one can see because I'm in VR. And she's walking around the house and she's like, I want to see the wall. So all she's doing was staring at walls for the entire time. Um, and then the minute someone walked past that shouldn't have been there, she just freaked, turned, like, threw off the headset and ran off. I was like, no, I'm out! I'm out! And that was her gone. And I was like, that's hilarious. I would love to see her just, like, sit down, yeah. sit out and play it completely. Yeah. Like, I think that would make a great video series. So... Nina plays. Yeah, I think it would yeah. be awesome. But that freaked her out, and then you were like, oh, I'm going to put Russia Blood on now. Yeah, and she just loved the fact that it was a roller coaster. You're like, I'm like hey, you're look, shooting things. Yeah. She had no fear from that. And I'm like, how the hell have you got no fear from that? It's creepy as all dicks. It really is. <laughs> so it's it's very, very weird how she reacted to that. Yeah, but Reg is now happy because he's shown everyone. And I can everyone now start deleting the VR stuff now that I don't no longer need. Yeah. It's going to be just so nice to have space on my, my mm. hard drive now. It's, yeah. it's going to be awesome. And he's also very happy because I finally bought Heavy Rain and played it. <laughs> You did. completed it you finally in about completed three days. It. So, and that 
that I'm very happy about because that is still one of my all-time favourite games. It's great. Genuinely enjoyed very that good. game. Very, very good. And I good. can't, can't wait for Detroit. Yep. And I, I said to you, I can't, like Fahrenheit was amazing, Nomad Soul's great, uh, Heavy Rain was brilliant. I don't understand how Beyond Two Souls isn't good. Like, to the point where I'm, I'm like, I, I totally believe you, Reg. But I, 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 I was fighting the urge to buy it. I was just because it was like six pound or something. I was like, I just don't understand. It, it just, it must be good. No, but it's it's all sorts I of believe horrendous. You. Done. I believe you. All so I'm not going to do it. Horrendous. Not going to do it. I mean, it, it probably if it ever goes free, I'd say try it. Right. But don't come back to me and be like, oh, that game's awful. Because I'm like, I fucking told you, don't yeah. waste your hard drive I space. I want my six pound fifty back. It's horrendous. Yeah. Um. But speaking of games which aren't horrendous, right? So Shadow of War is now out as well. It is awesome, um, and there's a cheeky little trophy slash achieve achievement right. achievement um, in there, which is a nod to Assassin's Creed. Okay. Uh, so on the last um, Lord of the Rings Shadow yeah. of Mordor, Mordor, whatever the hell mm-hmm. it's called, um, there was the the game's sort of engine creator for the combat and stuff in um, Assassin's Creed Two mm. was watching it and just like. You've stole our animation. Like, that is my animation right there. Right. It's like, I've stared at it for long enough. I know. Exactly. I know That's that is, is my animation. I yeah. was like, this is blatant rip-off. Like, mm. you've ripped off the Assassin animations from it. I was like, that that is unbelievable. A, so, lot of, a lot of gameplay similarities weren't there. Yeah, there was yeah. a lot. There was yeah. a lot. Um, but it was a great game, mm. to be fair. And Shadow War looks great. So, uh, apart from the loot box fiasco and the DLC fiasco with the um, guy who unfortunately passed away that worked at Warner Brothers, uh, we talked about this on the pod, I'm sure. All right. That, um, that basically, they were like, oh, we're going to put him in the game as like right. an orc. Like, uh, okay. Um, and then they were going to charge for it. Right. Um, and they're like, oh, no, all the money goes to charity. And they're like, all right, fair enough. Like, once we've made the, back, the production cost right. of that, and then only in certain states. So, like... <laughs> If we buy it here, Warner Brothers gets all the money. So they were like, yeah, that's fine. Due to taxation laws and charity laws and stuff, really? we have to do it this way. Oh, we have to. Um, but the amount of kickoff, they're like, you know what, it's free. We're sorry for, for doing what we've done. We thought we were doing the right thing, and obviously we're not. Um, so that DLC is now free. Thanks. And the loot box fiasco, even in a single-player game, is shocking. But you can play the game without having to rely on that, so that's fine. Okay. Don't have to purchase them. Um, but I'm genuinely... It's been getting great reviews again. It's a, it's mm. a, it is a good title. It is fun. Um, but going back to the story in hand, so the achievement, um, which is just awesome. The achievement is everything is permitted, is what it's called. So the mantra of the assassins in Assassin's right. Creed is everything is permitted. All right, okay. So you've done that. And the way that you get it yeah. <laughs> is, uh, let me go. So, yeah, so everything is permitted. It's a 30-game score achievement for Xboxes um, and just a trophy, it's like mm-hmm. a bronze trophy for a slot, um, is when you shame an assassin until it becomes deranged. So you've literally got to, like, humiliate the assassin, like, shame them. Right, right. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you've literally, you're taking the piss out of Assassin's Creed, but also being like, yes. Why the You know, that's for us. And I think that that's a nice little cheeky little nod there. So, and usually I'm like, oh, really? But I like the fact they're like, yeah, go on. Then. Admittedly, we were, you know, we, we didn't use it. We were just heavily influenced by it. Uh, <laughs> um, and now they're like, yeah, brilliant. So it all comes full circle. It does. So to speak. Just like an episode of a podcast. 
It is an ache. I can't believe it's now that time to end. There's still stuff on there like Hitler and stuff I want to talk about. Oh, we'll have to save Hitler, Hitler for another gonna day. Hitler is going to have to wait. <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't is. have spent so long talking about a coked up greyhound. No. Or can we just, since it's literally a two second yeah, thing, just want to throw out um, a different thing altogether. So they've finally announced today what the Han Solo um, oh, yeah. movie is going to be called. What is it? Han Solo. If you, if, if you wouldn't have guessed how original this is. Um, Solo? Honestly. Solo. Yeah. Okay. A Star Wars story. Right. I'm like, I thought it was over in like Smuggler's Run. Something. Mm. Just mm. something better than Solo. Yeah. Because Solo, a Star Wars story, is just, it's not that I'm great. I'm Solo. I don't like it, but he held up the little production card. Um, did he? R. Howard. Um, he did. So I was like, mm. eh. I don't like that. Okay. I don't like that at, at all, really, to be honest. So, yeah. yeah. It's fine. I'm sorry to go out on a bum note. I don't... And isn't it out in, like... Like, it's middle of next year, isn't it? It's, or if they finally decided they're going to put it back to December and just have a Star Wars movie every December? Show sure, No. It is actually... It's coming out. Yeah, like... Um, May or June or May something. May the 25th. Yeah. And I was like, if you're going to bring it out in May, fucking do it on May the 4th. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Maybe they just like that's what everyone wants us to do. Well, that makes fucking sense. Yeah. It's the Star Wars Day. You're going to release a Star Wars film in the month of May the Fourth. Be with you, mm-hmm. and you're not fucking releasing this film on the fourth. Like I don't. I understand that Christmas for Star Wars, the bit main ones. You know, the best time of year for them to do it. Again, missing a fucking trick completely. Mm. The May the Fourth would be an awesome day to do that. Cause everyone would be in the high spirits. Mm. It's just, it's all sorts of Very mental. true. Very all true. sorts of men. And then the next day, everyone can drink tequila and go and watch it. Exactly. Yeah. But made the Cinco. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Was, yeah. In English and Mexican. Mm. I'm sure that's what it is. Well, it's, it's Revenge of the Fifth, isn't it? On, on the Fifth. Oh, there you it's go. Revenge well. of the Fifth. Now let us go get our revenge on the Fifth. Whatever. By saying goodbye. So thank you very much for listening. Cheers, is. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.